you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Getting set for Super Wild Card Weekend and leading it off here on Saturday, Raiders and Bengals. And for the very first time, Derek Carr is going to get a shot at the postseason. Yes, the Raiders have been to the playoffs since Derek Carr has been their quarterback, but he was unable to play, and now he gets his shot. Steve White is here to help us break it all down. Steve? Uh, Let's start here with your observations of Derek Carr, cool, calm, and collected in the face (laughs) of absolute chaos after that win over the Chargers that sent the Raiders to the playoffs. Well, first off, Rhett, you know, we we talk about cool, calm, and collected. I got to jab Derek a little bit about this, right? Because I've known Derek since he's a rookie. Yeah. He's all enthusiastic and this and that. Run and go route! The freaking touchdown! The new post-game interview, and now he's, well, Steve, you know, uh, we're just kind of, you know, pushing along. You know, I believe in my guys. I just have this weird feeling in my heart, like, you know, the job's not done. You know, we, like like my favorite player, Kobe, said, job's not done, you know. And uh, it does feel good. It's exciting. But I didn't, I don't set out to just make the playoffs, although it's been, it's been since 2016, right? And I didn't even get to play. Um, but... It feels cool. It's awesome. But, you know, our goals, you know, this is one of them, but there was more after that, too. So we're excited and we got to play a team that already beat us, you know, so it's going to be tough. Like, okay, Derek, we love the sage, you know, advanced experience stuff, but the post press conference, we want the emotion back, man. We, we love, we love that, you know, the, the kind of, yeah, well, the like fired Derek up Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah. Let's come on, bring it back. You got, you got the Mufasa, man. I mean, bring <laughs> it back. But I mean, look, I, I just think, it's funny when you look at 
that game with the Chargers. Yeah. Right, coming in here, right? They their defense had held opposing teams to twenty or fewer points, but their offense was scoring twenty three or fewer points. Yeah. Remember, yeah. they they weren't scoring; they're winning these games by field goals and whatnot. So now they get in the shootout. Well, actually, they took the big lead against the Chargers, and then they blew it, and then they have to come back. And it's it was such a great mix. And this is where I appreciate their their OC Greg Olson understanding that okay, we're limited on the clock, but we're still going to run the ball because the Chargers can't stop the run. And then Derek made some big plays. And guys like Zay Jones and Brian Edwards continue to make plays late in games. We've seen it from week one. Go back to the overtime game against the Ravens. It was Brian Edwards and Zay Jones who make those incredible plays down the stretch. All alone is Zay Jones, and he will prance into the end zone for the touchdown and the victory in overtime for the Raiders. And this celebration is for real. And it's like, who are these guys? And they yeah. it's just someone every week in the matter of moments. And I again, I think that's a tribute to what Derek Carr has done in his career. And guys know that the final moments, Derek's got us and we got Derek. So I think that trust is really something special. And it's one of the reasons why they continue to be on this Magic Carper ride. That's a great point. The trust, and I, I'd lo- before we get you know too deep into into Derek, I'd love I'd love to since you mentioned Zay and Brian and you know the, I'm sure you know Foster and Darren and the the whole crew uh, that ends up in Hunter Renfro, of course, uh, catching yeah, targets. Renfro, and, of course, yeah. I mean, my goodness, how do the, how do you feel like in your experience around this team that they really view Derek like as the as the is he really, in fact, the engine that makes this team go from a leadership standpoint, from a face of the franchise standpoint? Is, is that universally recognized within that locker room and those guys? I, you know, I think it is. Unfortunately, we can't get in a locker room. But, you know, right. I, I think it is right. because of this, Rhett, because he's the guy who's been there, right? He's the one who's lived yeah. all through, you know, the Dennis Allens and the That's John right. Grudens. Yeah. And the Jack Del Rios, right? Right. He's he's been there, so he kind of understands the dynamic. And it's funny because years ago you heard, hey, some guys in the locker room weren't really down with Derek. You know, maybe he was a little too religious for them. Maybe he was yeah. a little too this or that. But other guys were down with Derek. Yeah. And so just my feeling being around this team, it seems like everyone is on the same page. And I think it's Derek, and I think it's what they've gone through. Derek is the, the voice of the Raiders right now, and the players always want to listen to him. They always go to him. They ask him all kinds of things. I'm developing a relationship with him as going into our fourth year together, and, and um, so we can have conversations about a lot of things. But he, he's a tremendous leader, both on and off the field. But Derek, again, he's he's that beacon, right? He's he's the light in the in the watchtower who's been yeah. there. So I think when by default or by just overall faith, they realize this is the guy we have to lean on. Yeah. Because everyone else here is kind of like new. Everyone else is kind of coming on one-year deals or or whatever. All these coaches are kind of figuring it out. So Derek sure. is our constant. So I, I think that's where the trust comes from. And I think it also is a two-way street, though, because Derek trusts his guys. And he's showing that. You you know, you've known this. You play ball. Yeah. You see quarterbacks who get hung up on one or two guys. Like, I trust him because he's going to catch it in yeah. a moment. Derek doesn't. Derek's giving everyone an opportunity to succeed or fail. And I think that goes a long way. Here's the two you must stop if you're playing against the Raiders. And you see the safety sitting right inside, coverage on the outside. They have just had a constant presence on those two guys. And, of course, Waller now playing. He hasn't been in there very much over the past five weeks. Hasn't been there at all. 
and as you mentioned with Derek as the constant, he though hasn't been a constant in the playoffs. In fact, he's never played a playoff right. game before. 2016, last time Raiders made the playoffs, he was unable to go because of the broken broke ankle. ankle. It's broke. It's broke. It's broke. It's broke. It's broke. It's broke. Wow, the crowd chanting for Derek Carr as the MVP. A real moment here. I love you, bro. Hang it up. Hang it up. I love you. We got you. Hey, I broke it. Well, the Raiders win, but in a large respect, this feels like a loss today with the injury to Derek Carr. And so what do you feel like? Cause he sent out that tweet this week, right? About last time they were here, I was here in a doctor's right, office. On the, right. Yeah, a doctor's office on the training table. Yeah. And now he really has this opportunity and considering how improbable and unlikely it was given this path that the Raiders have taken this year. Golly. I mean, like, I guess I can almost understand the introspectiveness that we see from Derek in the, in the subdued attitude that we see. And I guess that kind of makes sense because, man, the dude's been through a lot to get to this point, right. Steve. I mean, and you talk about the recovery from the ankle. It's interesting. I'll, I'll never forget that year in 2016, talking to Emmanuel Sanders and DeMarcus Ware, who were with the Broncos at the time. And they were like, and DeMarcus Ware was like, that offense, Bill Musgrave was the OC then. Jack Del Rio was the head coach. He's like, they stressed us. Yeah, more than any team that we face. He's like, if Derek was healthy that year, they were going to the Super Bowl. There was nobody who could figure out what they were going to do. Wow. Now you've got a completely different cast of coaches, of talent. Yeah, right. The whole offensive line pretty much is gone from that team. The whole talent and what they've done, and, and I think it's, you know, it's a situation. Talk about that journey in between. John Gruden came in. There was the annual doubt: Is Derek Carr our guy? Still is. Almost. Yeah, you know, it's weird though because now yeah. it seems like he's their crutch. Like, yeah. but well, you know, we got to go to Derek no matter what now. And so, yeah. you know, I really respect Derek. You know, and I saw like a lot of tweets and stuff coming his way from former teammates, current teammates. Like, you're our dude. And, and so, I think the fact that he feels the kind of belief in him that maybe he hasn't felt all the way through has really helped him in this process. And remember, he's not lighting it up, right? He is not going no. 30 for 36. Sub you know, 200 for, yards for 300, yeah. Correct. He's not yeah. lighting it up, but there's just something about him. It's almost kind of like that Jake DeLome character. Right? You know, remember when Jake DeLome was taking the Panthers to the Super Bowl and they were contending every year with Steve Smith and Moose Muhammad and D'Angelo yep. Williams and those guys. When I used to cover, be around those teams, it was like, because Jake was the dude, and it's an old saying, if your quarterback would be the first one to jump on a fumble in a pile, that's the guy you follow. And I think yeah. Derek's kind of got that to him a little bit. And I think that's why this team is like, okay, you know, we, we've got something here. And again, we don't know what the future holds, so let's live in the moment and let's throw it all out there. And then – it just feels to me like after all of this consternation about, you know, in the last five years or so, I mean, like, especially since, since John Gruden has come in and we, you know, we knew his record with quarterbacks and, you know, getting antsy with quarterbacks and replacing quarterbacks. And so there was this, this constant, like every off season, like, Ooh, could the Raiders be one of those teams to take a quarterback right. in the drive? You know, when they had Clee Farrell uh, was the pick at four, you kind of thought maybe do they end up with a quarterback instead, you know? Um, so like it, it just, there was that constant doubt. And now is there any doubt that the Raiders are in this position with anyone other than Derek Carr? I think, I think with the circumstances, no, 
in my seven years, I've seen some Raiders teams where guys tap out. I've, I've seen it, you know. Uh, and it may not be perfect. We may not have won 10 games this year. Uh, we may not have been in the playoffs, but um, there's something about this group uh, that, you know, we're just not, we just, we're not built that way. And uh, that, that, that stuff right there is the kind of character I've been talking about from the beginning, why I feel it's different, you know, why I think, um, you know, we're heading in the right direction and all those good things uh, is the football character right there. That's what I mean. Okay, not, okay right. Like, correct. I'm not saying another quarterback couldn't come yeah. in and do all this, but I think sure. under the circumstances that they've been through, I think no, because this is a different band of dudes now. Yeah. This is, this is, a, this is, it's typical Raiders characters. I mean, you got Max Crosby yeah. doing his thing, right? He's the free spirit. You got Unique Ngakwe on the other defensive end, one of the most serious guys, you know, I've been around. You've got the Sage veteran, Casey Hayward at the corner having a great year. Yeah. And along the offensive line, you know, you've got some different dudes who just kind of keep to themselves and handle yeah. their business. Josh Jacobs keeps to himself. Zay Jones, you're not going to hear any of these dudes barking, right? They're, right? Darren Waller is just like the most uplifting dude you ever talk to. Yeah. So it's, it's so I just think the fact that with this cast and the circumstances, and again, this is kind of mirroring a lot of the stuff Derek's been through in his career. That's what um, I mean, yeah. And even even Steve, like with with Rich with Rich Basaccia, you know, a guy who has kind of been looked o- passed over, looked over for you know head coaching opportunities for other big time, um, you know, coaching opportunities in, in his long career as a special teams coordinator and one of the more respected uh, around the league. And and then the same thing with Derek, like he's always been like, oh yeah, this guy's got talent, but he'll never be, you know, he's never MVP conversation. He's not one of the best in football. The Raiders constantly trying to replace him. And it seems like those two dudes coming together, you know, kind of, kind of with that little chip on their shoulders, perhaps, and with that steady hand have found a way to solidify things here. Yeah. And it's interesting because Versace, I don't know if he's the guy you view as a leader, right? I don't think he views himself as that leader in, the, in this moment. Right. Right. I think he's like, okay, I'm the I'm the glue, but I'm gonna let Greg Olson get the offense ready. I'm gonna let Gus Bradley do the defense. I'll handle Daniel Carlson in the kicking game. Yeah. And just make sure on game day we've got our roster set. And then I'm gonna turn everything over to the guys yeah. and let them deal with it. So I think the fact that he delegates in that way and he's allowed Derek to be Derek, you know, it's kind of weird. And I'm not saying that that Derek was under the sphere of intimidation by John Gruden, but he really just seems to be at peace. Honestly, if I'm being honest, this was the best I've ever played this season um, compared to any season. You know, we just didn't happen to win as many games as before, you know, so um, the when you're trending in the right direction, that's a good thing. Uh, I feel like I'm just starting the prime, you know, of my career athletically, physically, mentally. Um, in the same system, so it's exciting, you know. Sean is, uh, I, I'm, I'm beyond grateful uh, to have the same coach, you know, uh, for year after year after year. It's, uh, it, it, it's kind of nice, and I wish that for all young quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. You're right. Yeah, I mean, does it seem that way, Rhett? Like he's at peace and he's just playing and being him, and everybody is kind of riding the wave. But isn't that what a great leader inspires? in those he chooses to lead is the ability to, Hey man, I trust you do your thing, do it the way you need to do it within the framework of how we collectively, you know, have a philosophy moving forward. But like, it it does feel like there is not necessarily a sense of freedom, but just like a sense of understanding. I can be who I am. 
without any fear of repercussion or whatever. And then we're just, and, and this is the best path forward for us. I, I think that's, that's an underrated quality and or maybe in just an under talked about quality in leaders and in head coaching positions like that, like what we've seen with Rich. Yeah. I mean, look, some, some guys are the authoritarian figure. Sure. Bill Parcells. Is, I mean, and it works. I mean, Nick Saban is that guy in yeah. college and yeah. it works. But at the same time, it can work in different ways. Lincoln Riley was never that guy out there, you know, looking for the headlines in college. And and, and well, you he got, sure got him this season. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> he got he got him this yeah. season. But you yeah. but you got guys who work different ways. And that's why you know I really respect Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. Because look, I've covered teams where guys who get that interim job is like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and prove myself that I'm worthy. I don't think he's doing that. I think that's he's a great be, point. That's a huge I'm going to do this stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to do this stuff and. You know, whatever happens, happens. You know, there's nothing I can do about being in this position. I didn't ideally want to be in this position, but it's been put on my shoulders. So I'm just going to go ahead and manage it. Yeah, this is certainly an exciting moment. No, no one wants to be a head coach in this particular situation. Uh, no one wants to be put um, in front of this uh, under these particular circumstances. But it's an um, incredible opportunity, certainly, not only for me, but all the other coaches um, that are here to, um, you know, see we can, what we can do with this adversity, see what we can do with this challenge, see what we can do with the next day, and, and uh, same thing for our players. So am I excited? I'm certainly excited. And, you know, this guy is just such a decent man. Um, I, the respect I have for him for that, because, again, I've, I've covered three or four teams personally when I was a beat guy where the yeah. interim guy gets in there and they're like, hey, Steve, man, push for me. You know, we're winning ball games uh, now. Our guys yeah. are playing differently. And stuff like that. He's, I don't think he's, I don't think Rich, I'm sure he'd love to have the job, right? Let the results speak for themselves. Correct. That's it. Just let them speak for themselves. And if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I spent 26 years in the NFL as a special teams coordinator. Yeah. You know, I know how to do this. Here's what I know is that Mike Mayock respects and, and oh, respects yeah. the hell out of, out of, out of Rich Bisaccia. And if, if they have ultimate, like if, if Mike has say in how this thing goes moving forward, Man, I'd be surprised if it was anybody other than Rich Bisaccia that gets the head coaching job, uh, which is a question for our next segment, of course. As the Raiders begin this postseason run, they do technically have a head coaching vacancy. Derek Carr's contract is coming down to the end here as well. Does what they do against the Bengals in Cincinnati have any effect on whether one or both are back in these same roles next season? That's next on NFL Inside Report. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone Some people you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. NFL Inside Report rolling on here. Steve White back with us, helping us get set for Derek Carr and the Raiders heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals in a Saturday 4.30 Eastern time kick uh, to kick off Super Wild Card Weekend. Of course, the Raiders, great drama in getting to the postseason. They rattle off four straight wins and in the last seconds of overtime end up beating the Chargers with a Daniel Carlson field goal, which, I mean, that obviously was one of the best games I, I think most of us uh, that, that listen to this podcast have ever seen. It was phenomenal in the way that it all worked out. Uh, and here we are now. So let's look at this matchup here because the Bengals, we didn't really see in week 18, rested Joe Burrow, rested a majority of their starters, whereas the Raiders come in on this emotional high, Steve. Like, they come in earning it, literally. And then, look, the Bengals earned it, obviously, first division title since 2015 and all that. But the Raiders come in like really riding the emotions like that were at, you know, 10 on a 10, right? How do you feel like that serves them? Like coming in on, you know, which I guess is technically a short week here for this team against the Bengals. Yeah, look, it serves them well. I don't think this is a team right now that if, if they had a buy, I don't think that would help them. I, think, it's a good I point. think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think like you said, they are emotionally on this this type of role. Right, look at this. Their last four victories with their four in a row, total of 12 points. Yeah. Last week's game against the Chargers, that's their fourth overtime win. <laughs> so, you know, you think these dudes, uh, gut yeah. check is not something that they need. They they are living that life right about now. But so I but I think, you know, the, again, this on paper you look at it like, okay, the Bengals talent wise, you know, their receivers should be able to take advantage. Oh, yeah. Of the Raiders secondary, you know, their run game 
might be able to exploit a defensive line that no longer has Darius File on a defensive tackle. I mean, that's a big, big blow. Loss. Suffering that knee injury. He was that's a dominant blow. Dominant, dominant against the Chargers. Yeah. The last four games. The yeah. last four games, what he was doing up front to anchor to let you know Crosby and Gakwe do their thing and let guys like Solomon Thomas and stuff on the other side do their thing. So so they're gonna the Raiders are gonna have to figure that part out. But there's just something. And I think all of us are sitting back believing, like, okay, the the Raiders have got that magic horseshoe right now. They have got destiny, fate, whatever you want to call it, rolling with them right now. Now, now can it be unplugged? Sure. I mean, Joe Burrow's a monster. This game comes down to, can Burrow's offensive line protect him long enough? Because they go empty. They don't give a lot of help on their old line. Protect him long enough to make some of the big plays that he needs to make. Because, again, if the Raiders are in the fourth quarter in a one-score game, <laughs> you kind of know how this is going to end. Yeah. That they are going to be there with that kicker with a shot to win the ball game in the final seconds. Snap good, hold good, and Raiders in, Chargers out, Steelers in. Carlson's a stud, man. Um, He's a beast. Both of these teams played earlier this season. They played, uh, I believe it was back in week 11, uh, and it was not pretty for the Raiders at that point. The Bengals come in off their bye week. And look, that's what I find interesting in this. And, and it wasn't a Burrow aerial assault in that game in Las no. Vegas. It was Joe Mixon. Mixon has gone over 100 yards rushing. And then some. Mixon shifting gears for the touchdown. It was yep. the run game. It was turnovers too, but uh, the, the Bengals put up 30 and Burrow, I don't know, barely broke 200 yards passing. Yeah, it was it was a physical attack, and and that's and that that's what they're going to go back to this game again. We talked about Darius Phylon, you know that inside D tackle being out. I mean, he is a man. He was playing well, and yeah. to replace him, you know, the one thing with the Raiders, you know, the analytics say this: like they're real, they're really good at chase defense, right? In terms of outside the tackles, perimeter, they're really good. But their interior, even with Perryman there in the middle. They're yeah. vulnerable. And yeah. so you know the Bengals are going to try to exploit that and set up some play action. But that's where the Raiders, the last – until the Chargers game, honestly, they're not, they're not giving up points. Yeah. And so that's – you know, ever since they got smoked by the Chiefs, they have not been giving up points. And, and that's been the key aspect of situational defense. And Gus Bradley's been around this league long enough to understand tendencies and know his personnel and to be able to do some things – on the back end. So they're going to change some stuff up. Maybe they, you know, they put Jonathan Abrams more in the box to do some things and dare the Bengals to take their shots downfield. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. you, you never know what he could possibly do, but you know, Cincinnati's going to try to come out and, and muscle him a little bit from the gate. And now as we move forward here and get closer to this game and win or lose, Steve, well, let's talk about Derek Carr. Does this have any effect on whether he is, the Raiders quarterback moving forward. What do you think? I think it depends on what happens to the leadership. I think it depends on if they go ahead and they make a move, a GM and head coach, I think it could. Yeah. But I was speaking to someone who's involved in this potential GM uh, interview cycle, not potential. Well, he's yeah. involved in this GM interview yeah. cycle right now. And his thinking was there's no way you move on from Derek Carr because you're always hearing about, you know, you need a new quarterback, you need a new quarterback. Well, What's out there? You find one, right, right. Are you going to be able to find one better than Derek? You know, and, and especially for the way this team is comprised. So, yeah. you know, you got to be careful with that. 
it'd be, to me, it'd be hard to move on from him. You know, yeah. even if the numbers aren't Aaron Rodgers like, the dude's got something with him that's working this year. Okay, and you can always maybe move off him the following year if you got a new coach, a new leadership. You've got a little, you know, you've got a little leeway. You got a little grace period. So I, I don't, I don't see Derek moving. But again, it depends on leadership. That's going to be a destination point for players. Um, so it's look no no state taxes, weather, and <laughs> Las Vegas. It's going to, it's yeah. not going to be hard to get free agents to come. So it depends on who the coach and leadership is, or or or. or Versace and yeah. Mayak are retained. I'll be interested to see if uh, if Derek Carr gives us a little bit more of that uh, signature uh, emotion when uh, <laughs> if if and when the the Raiders find a way to get a win over the Bengals. Uh, if he if, if they if, if they win, you have to do your whole next podcast in that new Derek the, Carr just kind Derek of Carr, very subtle, yeah, sure. late night DJ voice. <laughs> that's that's good. Late night DJ voice. That's a great way to describe it. Just very calm, man. Just very in the moment. Let's just relax. No, man. I want I want to see some emotion. Let's go. Uh, looking forward to it, Steve. Thanks for helping us get set for this one here. Raiders and Bengals on Saturday. You got it, Rhett. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. (laughs) 
And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. So next time we come to you, the divisional field in the NFL playoffs will be set. And we'll welcome the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans to the playoff action. We'll recap all of it for you on Monday. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Poroshka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.